Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHKs I'm known, and we watched two and a half things this week. We watched the first three episodes of We Crashed, which is a new show on Apple TV+. It follows the rise and fall of WeWork, which are those co-working spaces. It stars Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. Spoiler alert for that, although again, everything we watched this week is actually based on true stories, so, so take that under advisement. And then we watched two episodes of The Dropout, which is about Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos Infamy, and that stars Amanda Seyfried, and it's on Hulu. And then finally, we sort of watched one episode of Joe vs. Carol, which is a about Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin from Tiger King. That one's on Peacock. So again, everything is based on things that are true stories or in circulation, all that stuff, but a courtesy spoiler alert just in case. And then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion as there are a couple of quick follow-up points. And without further ado, here's we're watching what? All right, we watched the first three episodes of We Crashed with Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. (laughs) I'm using an accent because I feel like everybody in all of these shows we watch this week all has a terrible accent. Like anytime there's a show about true crime, it's just you have to have a weird I just accent. Really, no, I just really want to know, is one of the requirements of being a con artist to have a strange accent no one can pin down? Maybe. Because and like, the question and is like Anna has that mm-hmm. weird accent, you know, Dropout, obviously Elizabeth Holmes has a very strange accent. And then it turns out, I forget his name. Adam something yeah has a weird accent so he's Israeli like he's actually Israeli well I mean obviously Jared Leto is not Israeli but the we we the we work found and Hathaway accent was yeah was weird and fake right right yes yeah well in the first the beginning of the first episode yeah yes but by what we discover that it is a a put a a put on thing yeah yeah I wonder do you do you develop the accent and that's the turning point for when you become like a scam artist or is it people who were already inclined to do that or like started doing those accents then become a scam artist because of it, you know, well, which is, which comes first. Yeah. <laughs> it almost feels as if since these things are all kind of based on true stories and of course fabricated, I'm sure here, but they're, you know, they're all based on real people. Yeah. Embellished. I don't even know if they're fabricated. Yeah, embellished. Yeah. Embellished. yeah. Or, or dramatized, dramatized. Yeah, fabricated is not the best. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, dramatized. Uh, yeah. But I almost feel like because of that, you know, someone like, Adam, like Jared Leto's character here, you know, like you said, Israeli, that's, you know, he seems to be kind of who he is. And the series so far has surprised me in the way that it seems to be focusing a bit more on Rebecca mm-hmm. and kind of how she got in league with him. And so when you look at that, it's interesting to to kind of think about when, as you relate it to Elizabeth Holmes, you talked about, you know, inventing Anna, things like that. It's almost like when you're someone who becomes a con artist mm-hmm. it's like almost like you re- you try to reinvent yourself and you have this persona that you're putting on right and, and, but that, yeah. and an accent must be part of it uh, yeah that's Adam, true. to me i don't but we so far we don't really know about a ton about his full past or anything but when we meet no, him, i would agree with you he's when we meet person. him in the show in the past that we're seeing when he meets her mm. he's already who he is so he's just like this guy who has these he's just trying to have a business idea go through and and whatever and it turns into something shady but you know what i mean like these yeah, but does that, that, does that mean, totally. i guess that means you can be born a con artist or you can become a con artist. well i think he's born someone who's like i for me it feels like he because the other ideas he was pitching i don't know that i i don't know much about him in real life but i don't know that so far i feel his whole intention behind everything he wants to do is to con people i almost feel like he's yeah, that's to, he's trying to be an, an entrepreneur and start a business and nothing's landing. And then he gets this idea that ends up becoming very conny mm-hmm. and he just does it. 
I would argue in some ways that Elizabeth Holmes just thought she was like, she never intended. I mean, eventually she becomes the villain, right? Like eventually she decides to lie and do all the stuff that she does do to keep up appearances. But I think when she started it, she genuinely thought she had a good idea that she could hire enough people to do and make. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, I think both of them. I think I yeah. think she was a visionary to begin with and then just sort of lost her way. And I and I, we haven't seen him lose his way yet, right? But that's probably coming. Well, I feel like the difference is that she had an idea and wanted to do something good and then lost her way. He always was in the sort of hustle. So maybe he's not a con artist, but he does hustle and like that it has always been the same, right? He's always been trying to cuz it's not one, I have this one great idea and I'm, you know, I will move hell and high water to try and make it work at any expense versus him who's like, oh, I stumbled into this idea that finally worked and now I won't let it go. Yeah, he's throwing everything at the wall and hoping one thing sticks and yeah. he found something that could stick and he didn't really care how moral it was. Yeah, or or he didn't care which of the things stuck, right? It wasn't like this is the oh, idea. Yeah. It was yeah. like, yeah, like the the baby clothes or the whatever it is. It's like, okay, now that he has found the thing that works, then he he's not willing to let it go. Yeah. And whatever cost it's at like whatever, whatever cost. Yeah. Well, you know what? And now, now I'm kind of feeling like maybe her, him, and Elizabeth are the same because she, she wanted to do something in medical, but like we watch her, you know, throw spaghetti at a wall for a while, and she want, you know what I mean? And then she decides yeah. on this one thing that she thinks will she'll be able to make work. We're gonna take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. Yeah. I think they're definitely cut from a similar cloth. I think hers was just more maybe more honed early right and to her credit yeah. she stuck with it right she didn't right because actually i don't know if like we work did all of these other things that we'll get to eventually in terms of sketchiness right that it's just like you know oh, how do we yeah. how do we hustle all this together i honestly am not that familiar with the story which is funny because oh. i work in startups and all that stuff but i just i don't know i don't like to research startups in my free time so yeah i think for me it's more i followed it on the like the fall of it right mm-hmm. where i was like Oh, okay. Like this, and then to Matt's point earlier, I do think it's interesting that they're following her more because she has a whole. I want to say I could be wrong. We'll have to look this up, but I think she becomes like a mini cult leader. I think she they oh they get super into Kabbalah. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, we watched her villain story, right? But like at the end of that, when she's like chanting with everyone, we watched her become the con artist, right? And I'm surprised that they are not focusing more on the horrible working conditions. Like, I feel like it glossed, and maybe they will, but in the first three episodes, I do feel like they've glossed over how horrid it was to work there as a woman. I'm it, I'm actually sure for a lot of men, it was terrible too in terms of the work culture. Like, I remember reading an article and it talks about that, you know, the camp thing. Actually, no, there's an HBO documentary too. Then they also did an episode on Anna Delvey that talks about like schemes and stuff like this. And that camp sounded horrible, you know, where they make every worker go. And it was like, you may you could have just had a baby and they'd be like, you need to be at this camp. Yeah. I have a feeling, just with the way this show has been strung together so far, mm-hmm. I have a feeling they wanted to kind of gloss over, because it was like one second they're meeting and then here's some stuff and then suddenly it's like, oh, now she has a baby. Oh, now the business is, oh, now he has a second building. And like it kind of, it started going quick. I have a feeling they're kind of glossing over that part of it to get us to her villain story, if you will, so that we then can go start seeing how it goes here and learning more about what had been happening. Hmm. Whereas if we spent four or five episodes learning about all of that and she's still kind of like 
a non-player right in the story mm-hmm. then it wouldn't be as compelling because i have to say i'm i'm enjoying it well enough i'm not like in love with it mm-hmm. but i'm finding the performances their their performance is pretty compelling so i'm finding it something where i I'm actually very interested to see when she starts really putting on that accent that she had from the first mm-hmm. episode at the beginning. And I'm kind of like, oh, I want to see the point A to B. And I'm, so I'm happy they're fleshing that out a bit. And I hope they keep doing it that way. Yeah. But I really, I'm yeah, finding I... it interesting in that way that it's a character <laughs> study rather than just the, you know, like the story. Way. Yeah. I, I, that was going to be one of my questions is like, how are we enjoying it as a show versus, I think this applies to all of the things, right? How is it functioning as a show versus is it the core of the essentially criminal story that's keeping us intrigued? Oh, well, I obviously don't care about the criminal story because I would have at least read a news article <laughs> about it at some point because yeah. it was all over my life for a while. So I will say that like, I, I mean, I just find the characterizations and stuff more compelling. Hmm. I am... I know. I, guess, I don't know how you I, you feel about her. I, for some reason, I think you don't like her. But you are correct. <laughs> I don't I, like either of them at all. <laughs> oh, I I love her in certain roles, and I I think she's had some moments in films like um, particularly Brokeback Mountain that I just thought were magnificent. And I think that at her best, she does a a really amazing job of acting in those moments where characters are. Um, division of thought like they they want to they want to make two decisions at once kind of thing mm-hmm. like they're not sure which way the path goes she does this amazing thing where she can act with her body one way and her eyes an entirely different way and it's so believable in that moment and i just find that very compelling yes yeah, she, she portrays a very subtle internalization that i think some people don't really understand how to do and i, I agree with that that I, I i like her a lot i don't i don't think it's like Oh, she's the greatest actress of all time. Yeah, I know you're not saying that either, but I, I'm not. I see people's criticisms of things, and no, I do too. Whatever, but yeah, no, 100. percent I just think but she I has these moments of brilliance where sometimes I'm like, oh wow, I can really feel that struggle, that internal. She does um, specific things very well. I'm gonna say something very unpopular. I agree with you in that uh, you know she does have these, for lack of a better word, tricks or moments that she, but much like the way that Meryl Streep does. She recycles them so often that I don't see differences in her performances anymore, right? Because, like, I will give her certain movies. I agree with you. Brokeback Mountain is great. You know, when it came out, Princess Diaries, super fun movie. Who doesn't love that film? But uh, Devil Wears Prada is fine, whatever. I know that people love it. I'm not as in love with it as everyone else is. And ironically, the two of them are in together. (laughs) We might be breaking up. Like, Okay. All right. (laughs) You know, but she does. She does the same things. And I just want to see her accomplish those same emotional beats using a different trick right like mm. not just the exact same thing over and over because Meryl does it too and it starts to get a little bit old and I'm like I know you're capable I, I sense you are probably capable of more but nobody's asking you to do it I think is the other thing right because they're like oh yeah just do the thing that we cast you to do we talked about this ironically a little bit with the Adam project right where it's like Ryan Reynolds can do more but nobody's pushing him to do more because that's why you hired Ryan Reynolds at this point. Like that's why you hire Anne Hathaway at this point, because you know, there's that scene where she's doing the bad acting and then the good acting in quotes. And I think it's like the third episode. And I was just like, I have seen this from you before so many times. And you keep taking these roles where they ask you to do a bad acting moment and then show a good acting moment. And I'm like, yes, you did demonstrate it, but you've shown you can demonstrate it. What else do you got? Like, what else? What, you know, how do you keep keep things flowing and, and reinventing and, and, you know, not becoming just Anne Hathaway and everything? 
unpopular opinion. <laughs> yeah, I blacked out a little. I was because I, <laughs> well, I, well, I the was a lot for me. And then, and then I woke up, and then we were talking about Meryl Streep and Ryan Reynolds acting abilities in the same sentence. And then it was, I blacked was out again. Sure, 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 but. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you know, just, you know. I was having a really hard time when you mentioned Meryl in the same <laughs> sentence, and you just completely lost me. You know, right, like I was, right. I was here, I was here with I, you for I a little did bit. Say unpopular and then all of a sudden, opinion. I knew it was not going to land like, well. I, you know, um, but yeah, no. Uh, so that's it for today's episode. But yeah, yeah. thanks so much. Um, maybe never see you again. It's been fun. We might be, we might be breaking up. Uh, we're still unsure. Um, no, I, I mean, clearly respect your opinions. Um, I mean, your respect your right to have them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm wrong. You're saying I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah I, it's- I will. I will. Say, I don't think she's a bad actress. I will give that yeah. to her. Right. I just don't enjoy her performances at this point. Sure. Yeah, and that, and and That's in fair. that respect, speaking Anne Hathaway specifically. When you bring up Ryan Reynolds, that's kind of what I was saying last week about him. Sure. Like, I don't think he's bad at what he does. I just think he does the same thing every single time. And I'm right. kind of just find it irritating. But for the most part, I find like his the role he takes all the time I find irritating usually. And so it's that kind of thing where, you know, not every actor's performance is going to be for all people, you know, so it's like, and that's okay. But uh, I could totally, I could see with her more specifically than I can see with Meryl, I can see with her kind of doing the same thing to get the same result in, you know, different ways. I, I know it's not a popular movie with many, but she, I liked her already, but then it really was her performance in Les Miserables, whether you love or hate the film. I thought she was amazing in that movie. And that was what kind of sold me on like, oh, okay. That was one of the first times, maybe the only time I'm not sure where I felt like she actually, for me, did somewhat disappear into a role in a way where I was, I wasn't seeing Anne Hathaway anymore. Full disclosure, mm-hmm. I have not seen it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm 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 one of like I think three people in the world who like really love the film. <laughs> I think there are obviously problems with it, but I, I love a lot of things about it. And it's my second favorite Broadway show of all time. So it's like that I've seen anyway. So I'm also biased, but she I think slaughters the role. And it's like so when it comes to someone like Meryl, who I, I think do or does disappear very frequently and doesn't always disappear entirely for me. Jared in this has disappeared for me. And I think he has a, a, a very, he hasn't, and obviously there's some stuff going on with makeup and things. It's not like it's exact, his exact face we're looking at, whereas Anne is Anne in this, but her face. Mm-hmm. But acting wise, you know, not accounting for the guy as a human. I, I don't know much about who he is. I've, I've heard things here and there, and I don't really know. I haven't done a lot of personal research on it, but I do think he has that ability for me anyway. Like he really does disappear into what he's doing a lot of the time. And I, I think he's, he's got a, he's got a thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly caveat my Meryl comment. I think <laughs> what I'm saying is applies mostly to later Meryl. And it's not always, you know, but I do think early Meryl absolutely like shows her range, shows why she's a, you know, a legend, all that stuff. But there are a lot of roles recently that she has taken in the last, and because recently for her is still a long span of time. That's why I get like, you've, you did this, you know, this works. You just, you, you, you know, you know, you could like, what, what? Yeah. Dana's um, like, do, do not cancel me, everybody out there. Do not cancel yeah. me. Do not. <laughs> so repeat. Two, these two, you two have already canceled me, but you know. Yeah, well, and, and just uh, like that, just to respond to that, I think there's also something to be said about whether you whether you love or find Meryl mediocre or whatever it is, 
there's something to be said about I don't think people really can deny personally that she's like a great actress. It's just a thing where you can also get sick of, like you're saying, you feel kind of like you phone it in. It's kind of a lot of the same thing over and over. But we're looking at her in a way that we're not judging other I don't people. Know who. Yeah. But, but yeah, she's she's kind yeah, of a, she's a different fair. level, yes. a caliber yes, that's, of actor yeah. and acting style. We expect right? more of her because she is Meryl. Yeah. And so, yeah, you then might end up becoming harsher of a critic on a performance of hers because it's Meryl. Sure. Rather than if it was just some up and comer. That's you know, very and, fair. And it was yeah, like, that's very like, oh. fair. So it's like a, you're looking at it on a different plane, and that's totally fair to do. Yeah. I think it's because you demonstrate that you can do it, and I'm like, right. mm, do it. Yeah, no, 100 <laughs> like Not only yeah. can do it, you can do it multiple times and in different ways, and totally. then you just sort of rely on a couple things, in part yeah. because that's what people want from – yeah, that's what directors probably want. You know, they're like, give totally. me the, the, Meryl, the Meryl classic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and then you, I mean, you are of a certain caliber of actor in general, and I mean, I would argue Anne – herself has been in enough stuff at this point where her celebrity is established to a point where she probably can walk into a, a film and feel pretty confident they'll just be happy with what she gives them. Yeah. Right? So it's like that, that kind of can happen too. And then you don't want to ever see the performances start getting kind of phoned in and lazy because then it gets frustrating. And you're like, yeah. no, mm-hmm. you know, we want more. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm I'm into it. I'm not, like I said, I'm not like raving about it, but I, I am liking it. I'm liking it's focusing, like I said, on the, the personal mm-hmm aspects particularly about her because I, I expected her to be a more accessory to it and I, I again not knowing much about it but I knew he was the one who started with a business partner that was not her so I, I you yeah. know that's all I knew and so I'm pleasantly surprised by that part of it and I think that that I, I'm, I'm definitely going to continue watching I don't know if I'm going to finish the whole thing if it doesn't get like more deep and exciting for me but yeah I like it okay yeah same yeah. I thought it was watchable enough and then it had moments where I was like, oh, okay. But it's not – I'm not, like, dying for the next episode or anything. Right. I find Jared Leto also challenging. It's funny because I was like, I don't like either of you. I dislike him more than I dislike her. But I agree with you in that he's disappearing in a – like, because the last thing we saw him in was House of Gucci, right? Where he's just trying so hard to disappear that it doesn't necessarily work for me. And this, I do think, is a, a better tempering of that. You know, where it's like, cool, you're not so buried under prosthetics that it's just comical. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, and in House of Gucci, for me, I I didn't feel like I was staring at Jared Leto the whole time. But, of course, he didn't yeah. look like himself. But right. that felt more uh, satire, satirical, kind of a parody mm-hmm. of something than yeah. this feels actually like he is trying to be this Authentic. exact person. Yes, but, yeah. 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 It's, so there's it's, definitely it, a difference there. It's more believable. I mean, the character itself is also wild and out there. Like Aldo Gucci was. It was Aldo Gucci? Whatever. One of the Gucci's was. Yeah. But I do think it's a more grounded thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. More subtly done. But All right. Well, so do we think we're sticking with it? I think I will. I will say, too, yeah. I find it interesting that, and I watched it very recently. And for the most part, I it's hard for me to call other people in the show to mind. And... I don't know if that's just because they don't give anyone else enough screen time or if it's because these two actually are like shining brightly. <laughs> I don't know what that what that is, but I can well, think there's of really no other shows. But Yeah, but this one the only the only character that gets a storyline besides them is really the fog. Right. Yeah, and it's it's just an interesting choice that it's kind of it's very yeah. laser focused in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like it's, it's literally only now that you well, said that, that it's only about partner. that. There's a business partner. And then I guess there There's is. There's some there, but we're not really, like, yeah, getting that whole. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like we're getting all those whole stories. 
there's like the specter of Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> you know, right. like she hangs over it, which is fair, which is I'm sure a very real thing, you know. Yeah. But yeah, you know, you're right. This is, and that is an interesting contrast to the dropout. Right. Which does have more of, a, I guess we'll talk about the dropout now. I don't feel like we get a lot of backstory for the other characters, but they do feel like more fleshed out characters. Like players in the game. Yeah. Like that. Have like you start to care them. about a few of the people who aren't them. Yes. I care you know? more about the people who aren't them than I do. <laughs> well, of course. Because yeah. Because, yeah. you know. Well, the victims, monster. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. They're the poor victims that we know are getting swindled by the end of this film. Well, but are they complicit? I mean, I guess at this point, oh, well, I'm too behind. But at the point I have reached, you know, they don't know that it's bullshit. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But one guy has found out. Yes. Yeah. That, that is the the sample was submitted based on right. false, but but yes, still the with one the person with a moral compass. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I really do like him and his family, but but it's like a, he finds that he sees that and he's not happy about it, but it's also with the hope that they will recreate it and it will be fine because they did legitimately feel they created it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The, the, result that they <laughs> the were problem is, is is like at this point it's like. Was that just a false positive? That's and, right. You know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> like no, maybe... they created it. We don't know. Yeah, of exactly. Just one test. They're yeah. like, they're like, ooh, yeah. it worked just it's one done. time. This is so yeah. amazing. We're gonna be fine. This We're gonna fly wonderful... to Switzerland. I'm like, you yeah. dumb shits. <laughs> I I do think. Speaking of backstories as well, though, I do think that the dropout is being much more generous to her than I expected it to be, which I do sort of appreciate because I'm like it's it's tough with there are so many villains out there or like you know i don't know villains the right word but that when it's a woman you know you know they're under that much extra scrutiny which i don't think is always fair and i think this story is trying to explore some of that and so they are trying to give her some relatable moments or you know at least not set her up from the get-go as like a cold-hearted bitch (laughs) well i also just think that characters that have more sides to them than just this awful thing that she did yeah, are more compelling and more interesting to watch right. regardless because she is a full, full human being. She made some really terrible choices. Yeah. You know, but she had reasons. Yeah, I don't know if they were good yeah, reasons, I mean, for but she, she had reasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she had her like... I can yeah. agree with her reasons for yeah, sure. Yeah, but they at least show us that. I do wonder, is this show being overly... Gen- not overly, but is this show well, trying to pad so we'll watch it? <laughs> I, well, I, had, I had that kind of... Th- I, again, this is a story that I... I do know pretty little about because I, I I've heard of it. I heard of her. I know she was getting investments from people by based on a lie. Mm-hmm. But I I felt I had felt kind of watching how what they've chosen to show us of the before she is doing what she's doing. A lot of it, and and if it's all accurate, it is. I mean, the thing is, is you can become a person who does terrible things because a lot of unfortunate situations had been happening to you, or a lot of you know like doesn't mean it's like oh we're sympathizing with a horrible person here i bet you're telling a story and you're giving her the the characterization is what it is i but but i wondered that because i like i really like i do like amanda seyfried she can be hit or miss for me with performances i do find her her compelling in this i do think Mm -hmm. that she's kind of disappearing a bit for me more than i expected but i did kind of feel that a lot of the decisions she's it has made even just before deciding she wanted to start doing this thing exactly have been things that are she's very arrogant but Mm -hmm. she doesn't necessarily act like someone who's arrogant and i wasn't sure if they're being too kind with how who how she is right because i'm like 
she thinks she's too good to learn from people at Stanford. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's literally like, I don't need this. Yeah. And that, you know, like, and she's kind of trying this, trying that, and she wants to skip grade this and that, whatever, all this stuff. And it's like, I, I, I can appreciate the whole, like you said, like, you know, you got to claw and fight and like people don't let people hold you back. And I, I appreciate that. But at the same time, it's like, you're at one of the leading institutions for this kind of thing. And it's not saying that they're perfect and they can't be wrong about anything, but the arrogance that is that in what she's doing isn't really showing through in her personality for me in a weird way. So I wondered if there was misrepresentation, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It gets a little, you see more of how she treats people later. Okay. Yeah. Well, and even in the second episode, I mean, I, I felt like she was starting to get a little more when she's kind of frustrated. She's like, why are you celebrating? Why are you, why are you partying at the birthday thing? And yeah, you don't get, I'm going to have to start firing people or whatever, like that kind of thing or, but um, and so I, I see her kind of becoming that, and mm-hmm. so I I and I I feel that I'm sure she will get worse and worse and worse. But everything leading up to that, she's felt very kind. Yeah. Been, so again, maybe it's true, but I, I don't know. Right. I for me, part of it watching the fictionalization. So did either of you watch um, the Inventor Out for Blood? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So that was the HBO again. Lots of HBO documentaries. The HBO documentary on her, and she's like in it, you know. And so you see mm. the actual Elizabeth Holmes, but it's adult Elizabeth Holmes who's selling the bullshit, right? Like this is the one who was just bought in. She's adopted this new persona, you know. She is she is committed to this thing, you know, that she is going for. And so seeing this fictionalization of her youth, I don't know. Seeing the adult Elizabeth Holmes, like where the line is part of me was like is she on the spectrum does she just like not know how to relate in certain ways and just like or just wired differently you know and i allow for that possibility it doesn't excuse any of the things Mm. that happen but i i you know i do think they're trying to give bandwidth or or you know i feel like they're trying to allow for the possibility that you know she that she's not like you know she she wasn't always malicious or she didn't always have this this is just like how she functions and her brain is wired differently yeah that's a challenging thing to do yeah and i do think that here again i'm only two in but here it's i don't think that they couldn't be actually doing that you know you know like mm-hmm. i think it, it could really be that uh it's just that was just what was kind of a question that got called to my mind um but yeah i i like it well enough i i'm less invested in her personal story than i am in the week the crash, crash? interesting uh just because I feel like we've been given a bunch of information about already about how she arrived here. Mm. And now it's like, it requires, it it feels like it requires more for me to be interested in the con. And I am perhaps more interested in that con than I am in the, we crashed con, but I am like, I, so I will, I will watch another episode and stuff, but I'm not positive. I'm going to continue. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's it's funny because the thing that I found the most intriguing about the, the um, Theranos thing is the her the fact that she conned all these men, these very powerful men, yeah. like the people on her board of directors, like Henry Kissinger was on her board for a while, I, you know, and I'm just like, I almost give her credit, you know, I almost respect her hustle in that sense where I'm like, these are people who also had egos and also, you know, and they they saw what they wanted to see in her, which is like, you know, a young, you know, up and coming genius. And they were going to nurture her and they were probably going to bring diversity to Silicon Valley and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, well, 
turns out everyone's fallible, you know? So that part of it, I don't, we haven't seen yet, you know, like the Larry Ellison thing we saw early and I was like, Oh God, <laughs> but I, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see if the show covers that. Cause, but then it's also like, you kind of have to know who those people are for it to be relevant. Right. And like, they can tell yeah. you, but it's, it has more impact if you actually know. And I'm like, well, and you, you know, you either have to do it like really well in the storytelling or just bank on only tech people watching it. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of calls back to the Inventing Anna thing, though, right? Where it's like, it gets to a point where you're like, I mean, you you kind of give kudos. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, you, I don't know how you convinced all these people. Yeah, but, but you did it. And there's a talent to that, yeah. <laughs> you know, that I don't possess. So. Yeah. Well, I just feel like they must have some crazy level of charisma or something, mm-hmm. these people, yeah. to just get away with it. And they have, obviously, more... Um, than the rest of us, you know, yeah. um, just this willingness to just believe their lies, mm-hmm. you know, to this degree that other people believe it too. Yeah, I, I've been watching it and I have watched it actually weekly, hmm. you know, as it's kind of come around. So um, I'm pretty invested at this point in the story. So I'm really liking it. But I mean, We Crash wasn't out at the time either, so it's kind of hard for me to compare them because I just watched all the We Crash together but haven't had the test of time to figure mm-hmm. out if I'm willing to keep going or not. So it's hard to say, you know, which one I like better because there's so many more episodes of Dropout, you know? Yeah. But that being said, you know, I have been kept interested, so. Yeah, I, you know, I, we've talked about my sister's not a big She's not a big movie watcher. She does watch a lot more TV than she does watch movies. And she does love scams and, co- you know, like or murder especially. Is and- your sister Katie Moss? Yeah. That's exactly true um, of Jackie. You know, sister. I think we, yeah. Um, and and she was like, do you want to watch this? And I said, oh, yeah, okay. So we watched the first two together. And I was like, all right, you know, this is, we watch a lot of things together, but there's also plenty of things that like, she's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So that was, I feel like that was a, uh, but I don't think she would have watched We Crashed with me. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, interesting. There's a lot of there's a lot of these types of things in the water right now. I know. I we talked about watching Super Pumped for a yes. moment. I, tried I watched to, an episode of that. Oh, did you? I watched I mean, maybe it was just because I was like dealing with a bunch of logistical stuff and I couldn't focus, but I I turned it on for sixty seconds and I couldn't focus. I was like, Nope, not today. Like not this is not for me right now. And then Jackie didn't watch it, but Matt, you and I watched Joe and Carol. Yeah, Carol versus Joe, or Carol Joe versus, versus Joe. Carol, and you, or whatever you've never yeah. seen Tiger King. Tiger no. King. Did you very briefly? Did you enjoy the show? It's interesting. To, it's a. It's a. Okay, so I didn't watch Tiger King because I'm very sensitive to animal stuff, and sure, it was literally. I, I knew nothing besides the fact that there was a guy. The, the Tiger King is like a collector of animals that he shouldn't have, and like all this whatever. Yeah, and. And so for me, like I can watch certain films and things like that and dramatizations of things. And in a show like this, it's like, ah, these animals look so terrible and fake that I'm like, oh, I don't even have to pretend they're real. Yeah. So I like that, that they're not even on set. I always appreciate that. It's something where I didn't do it because I didn't want to be sad. I found this more interesting than expected. I've heard that in the, the, the doc that it becomes a kind of murder intrigue type of whatever, but I I never knew the details. And I got to tell you, oh. I always thought Carol Baskin uh-huh. was just another Joe Exotic and they were just butted heads or something. I didn't, uh, maybe she is, I don't know. But right now on the show, you wouldn't think she is. And I like her currently. 
I having watched the first I watched I just watched the second one I don't think I'm gonna stick with it I feel like much like the dropout they're being very generous towards both of them actually with these fictionalizations of them I it's funny because both of the both Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin are just such distinct humans like as characters you know their personalities are so distinct I think John Cameron Mitchell is doing a slightly better job but I just see Kate McKinnon like I Kate McKinnon is just being sort of Kate McKinnon. I was going to say that, and that it really pains me to say because I really love. I love. I, lo- I like her too. Hysterical, yeah. but I, I've seen a brief thing at one point, like a clip of Carol Baskin talking, mm-hmm. and to me, I was like, this performance isn't even what I would expect out of Kate McKinnon in an SNL skit about Carol Baskin. And obviously, that's yeah, different. Yeah. She'd be doing parody, this and that. Yeah. But this, I, it is Kate, and it is like there's nothing. But the other guy that you said, I don't know, what's his name? Joe? Uh, John Cameron Mitchell. John Cameron Mitchell. He's, he's from Hedwig. Like, he's Hedwig and yeah. the Angry Inn. Yeah, like, he is. And I was like, I don't know yeah. him very well. And I have to tell you, I thought, oh, my God, I can't remember his name either. I have to look up his name so I can say this thought. He's in, like, season three of True Blood, and he was in American Horror Story. He's, he's in everything. You, you both know who he is. Sorry, let me just look at his name. Yeah, I was like, I have so no I idea who you're thought. talking about. Well, because it's, yeah. Kyle McLaughlin? <laughs> no. It is. He's older. He's older? Yeah. Oh my God. William Fichtner. I'm just guessing at this point. Oh, David Wenham's in it at some point. Is he really? I know. Dennis O'Hare. But honestly, oh. what is he doing? I don't know I Dennis O'Hare. Literally. Wait, Dennis O'Hare was in it? No. Oh. I thought that was Dennis O'Hare. <laughs> And I was like, and I thought he wasn't doing a very good job because I was like, he he just sounds he he's not disappearing for me. He just sounds like Dennis. That's <laughs> I, so funny. And I was like, I oh some prosthetic and this and that whatever. And I was like, well, why did they do nothing to her face? So like that being said, I thought whoever this was was acting like Dennis O'Hare a bit, but like I don't know who Joe is exotic how he is, but it makes me think I like his performance better than I thought. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. John Cameron Mitchell is actually like quieter than Joe Exotic is, but I think in the first few episodes we are we he has not become well he has not become Joe Exotic yet. You know he is he's working on it, but yeah, I was really excited for it, and it's it's fine, but I don't feel compelled to yeah watch it. It's too bad because I like so many of the people in it. Surprisingly, I do think I'll watch the second episode just because I watched one. I was like, I just I, I had a busy weekend, I just didn't have the time, but I was like. Okay, I'll 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 probably watch another one. It's overwhelming because it's like, isn't it all up? So it's, it's I one think of those so, things. Where yeah, I'm kind of at a place right now where I don't know. Some things I do wish I could sit there and just watch all of it, but a lot of times I I, I like the weekly. I like having things to look forward to. And here, let me just sit here for 45 minutes and watch this. And it's yeah, like, okay. And I kind of wish it was weekly because mm-hmm. since it's all there just to binge, I'm like, oh god, it feels like all this. It feels overwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> understandable. All right, but, well, yeah. A, a scammy week. Yeah. Those scammers. Those scammers. And bad accents. And ba- the accents and the wigs. I know this I talk might about be it all the time. My con artist accent. Yeah, that's true. If you were to start a con, do you, what would it, it be? It might be it might be this accent. <laughs> because it's very strange and I'm not sure even what I'm trying for. You can't place it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what mine would be to be honest. I have to really think about that. I think like NFTs seems like the easiest one right now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like that just seems like low hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, or like my own <laughs> cryptocurrency. That's the con I'll start. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, 
we're watching what? Did we watch anything else this week? Jackie Mox and I went and saw Emma. Ooh, was it good? Can would Dana survive? I think Dana could survive, but honestly, but Dana doesn't want to survive. It it's not really it worth it. Yeah. Oh no, that's so really sad. sad. Yeah, we were really bummed. Is it just? I mean, luckily it was very short. Yeah. Okay, that's that's. But a it shame. didn't feel short. It was unfortunate. Like, I was I was rooting for it, and I, and it's like we briefly we we talked about like the thematic of it was like okay this this is this could work. It yeah. just kind of unfortunately fell a bit flat and just adopted a lot of uh, tropes and things from other already much more successful horror films and kind of mm. put them together in a way that didn't really go anywhere. Makes sense. Deep. I don't know. I just, and it but just, I think that it the idea could be cool. It didn't breathe okay. at all. And you know, these movies are all about suspense. Like you just have to like wait out right. the audience yeah. until it's awkward yeah. as fuck. And like they didn't, you know, so in that, there's very little suspense in it. So Dana might be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, I, like, so yeah. I, I, I genuinely can't imagine anyone being scared in it because it just it didn't let itself get there. You know what okay. I mean? Like yeah. there was yeah, no yeah, yeah. like it had all the elements, but then for some reason it was edited together in a way that it was just like, oh, this is suddenly happening, and we're like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. but you didn't give us enough time to be frightened that it would. That's a shame. Yeah, I feel like not hearing anything about it at all was not a good sign. Yeah, especially it's like, like it came out of nowhere. Well, because it's like Sandra Oh, I mean, you know, it's like yeah, you're advertising that film. It's not like some just random indie thing where like no one you know, right? You know, like at all. And uh, yeah, the guy Dermot Dur- Dur- Moroni is that his name? Am I saying oh, it right? I yeah, know. he's in it too. He's in it, and it's like you know who he is too. It's just it's just the thing where it's like it was it 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 should have been a really red, big red flag that there. I didn't even see a trailer for it. Like it just wasn't like yeah. in yeah. a theater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally yeah. just saw that it had Sandra Oh in it, and I was like, oh, yeah, right, yeah. Well, I was like, oh, do I need to watch this because representation yeah. and and Sandra Oh, and and apparently the answer is no. That being said, I mean it 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 does deal a lot in generational trauma, uh, but oh joy, something interestingly. But, it's uh, a similar Korean. character to who she played in Turning Red. Turning Red. Actually, her character is very similar, but it's Korean. Very similar, but like way culturally. Which is what she is. So yeah, yes, and not right. not done as well. No, yeah, not done nearly as well. But but I mean, there is a it. There are parts of it that are somewhat of a fresh take, mm-hmm. if if you will, in that. And that was kind of what made it disappointing because like it was kind of like oh you you I see the potential here and you just didn't let any of it land. Oh. But, that's it yeah and then i watched oh. life after beth i mean not all of it but i started oh yeah how it, was that which, i wanted to um i'm enjoying it it's a more of a downer than i thought it was gonna be I, i'm a i'm a big amy schumer guy mm-hmm. and i even find i mean i like i love her movies i think her show i missed her sketch show inside amy schumer i used to love that show and like so i was really excited that she was writing and starring in it i mean it's and, one of uh, your top four i feel pretty yes yeah, right i feel pretty mm-hmm. top five yeah <laughs> no uh, but it but yeah so i I'm enjoying it and I'm it's very Amy. It's I mean, speak of actually she's playing exact she's almost exactly her character in Trainwreck, but a little mm-hmm. bit more subdued. You know, mm-hmm. not like quite as like Zany. Yeah. But and the story is kind of somewhat similar in ways. And so I was like, okay, it's not really all that outside of the box for her, but I'm definitely gonna finish it unless it just loses me completely. I'm like four in. Okay. I am. Um... You can see they're twenty five minutes. They're short, you know. So oh, yeah, yeah, a nice yeah, little yeah. snippety thing. 
I watched Lost City. Um, they had a preview of it. Over oh, I was like, that's not and out yet. <laughs> so I went to go watch it. Huh. Well, we will. I don't know if we're going to talk about it later. Yeah, we might talk about it. Figure we probably will. I won't really say much more than that, but I did. Okay, I did but you watch watched it. it. Yeah. What did I watch? Uh, I watched Deep Water, which I was telling you about before we started, which is the Ben Affleck on Ada Armas film that brought us such a paparazzi story. I maintain that he has Ben Affleck has more chemistry with a cup of Dunkin' Donuts coffee in paparazzi photos than he does with Ana de Armas on screen in this film. I feel like he loves his Dunkin' Donuts more than he loves Ana de Armas in this film. I, you know, off screen, whatever. That was its own madness. But I was just like, this is a horrible hot mess. But not even hot, like sexy hot, just hot steaming pile of hot oh. mess of a film that was almost so bad. I was like, mm, this may have been fun for us to do. So. You know. very, I'm actually more excited about it now than I, I mean, be honest. I, yeah, I wanted I'm to, into, watch it, but yeah, yeah, I'm into a bad Ben Affleck film. I mean, I think it was also it's similar to Uma. You know, it's like nobody heard anything about it. It just sort of yeah. got released on Hulu, and it's like, ew. It's like, yeah, Uma was one of the bad ones that just made me feel unhappy. Mm. Yeah, because it's one of those you wanted it to be good so badly that it's just like, oh, yeah. So it wasn't like funny and fun. Right. Yeah. That's and also mean, quick and random because Dana, I think I think you had said that you did watch this at a festival or something, but I finally got around to actually watching Fresh. On Hulu. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I actually quite like. I quite like okay. it. I re- I recommend it to people like horror people especially, but it I felt it really it got to the the personal like it it was a it was a it got to the meat of the of the people. Uh, oh, no fun. No, I that I didn't even mean that. I didn't know what it was about going in. I just like went I didn't either, which is how I, I watched actually, which is why I watched yeah, it because right. I didn't know. I got I, tricked. <laughs> I kind of recommend that and it kind yeah. of takes a second to get where it's going, but I was completely compelled. I, I thought the acting by Sebastian Stan and um I don't know that I knew her. Da- I think her name's Daisy. Daisy Edgar Daisy. Jones. Daisy Edgar Jones. She's on, she's in were... Normal People. Yes, from on Hulu, which is which is I think such a good show. Yeah. I thought they were, they were both fantastic and as people like they're they acted off each other in the chemistry. I like believed everything they said to each other. Yeah, I when I watched that movie, I actually thought of the two of you would enjoy it because you know yeah. also the Sebastian Stan was, thing. You know, I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I think I think this is a, a good showcase of his talents, I and I love her it. so much. But I will. I was, yeah. yeah, I was very surprised because like Uma hadn't having not heard anything about it and having like some star power in it, and thinking that's weird. As someone who's like I'm a horror guru and I like I watch all of it, the good and the bad, and to have not have heard of it. And not have it be on my radar at all. Yeah, I was surprised that I thought it was. I liked it. So yeah, no, it was. It yeah. was again being not a horror person. I I don't know if enjoyed is the right word, but I respected yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah you respected it and you you uh, tolerated it. You made it through. I made it through. Yeah. Well, at a certain point in that movie, I was like, I need to know how it ends. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, just, you just made, do. Yeah. I need to know. This. And and the thing I will give so much credit to that film for is like from the get go, I was like, this is written and directed by women. Like yeah. women did this because oh, cool. there were micro moments that I very early on yes. I was like, well, I, 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 this is a genuine experience. Like, <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Yeah. You know what yeah. I watched I mean, was yeah. the um I watched the Apple TV show about the party murder. What was that called? Oh, the after you party. Did? After party. I watched after party. Yay! Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Loved the after party. Yes, I loved the mystery. I had such a good time. Yeah. I didn't actually laugh as much as I was hoping, but I. I loved the mystery and like a bunch of it. So I laughed a lot more than I expected to. Oh, I was, I, I was into it. I, I for some lot, reason yeah. thought that I would be like 
we I would think it's so funny. And I was mostly into the mystery, which was interesting. I feel like um, some of the laughing is like, <laughs> that's clever laughing as opposed to like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely yeah. thought it was clever. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. I was like, okay. So I was into it, but I didn't like belly laugh as much as I expected to for some reason. Because there's just so many funny people involved that I thought, but maybe it just didn't hit right or whatever. But yeah, I was like, I did both. I was laughing at clever things, but I was laughing at things they were saying. I was like, I was just so into it. And I, I unfortunately predicted the outcome in the first episode. But I did too. But I was kind of bummed that it ended up to be what I thought it was. But, you know, it was still fun and twisted. I didn't want it to be anything else by the end, though. So that's why no, I was me like, too, because I liked everyone it. by the <laughs> end. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, you can't do this to me. It can't be him. <laughs> I did not predict the outcome exactly. But I also watched it all at once and then didn't get the finale until, like, much later. Right. Oh, so it was like, I wonder, I don't know if that impacts it. Because I feel and like I, when you yeah. watch it all at once. I watched like, mine basically all at I watched it Okay. All yeah. Once. Oh, yeah. That's but, fair. But you got the ending, too. Like, yeah. yeah I, didn't, I, I, had, I had a good span of time before I got the ending. Um, I did it the first three, whatever was available. And then I did it religiously weekly on Friday. Yeah. I feel like not getting the ending mm. may have sowed the seeds of doubt where I was like, why would you not give us the ending unless it's something so different than what yeah. I would have expected? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did, you feel you, did you feel like at all if you had to guess going into it, did you think you were probably would have guessed that? or No. Okay. I would have well, guessed differently. Good. Yeah. That's I like good. that. We're, I think this yeah. is, it's a good sign. It's a, it's a sign of how much we liked it that we're not talking about the spoilers because I think we well, yeah, want, I people want people to watch it. I want people to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I want yeah. you to watch it. I want you to be compelled. And yeah. I'm like really genuinely hope for you that you don't guess it. Yeah, and it's, it's always the nice. very best when you don't guess it. Yeah. yeah. And it's a nice mm-hmm. mix. It's just as a show, it's a, you said it before, Daniel, when talking to us about it, but it's a mix of different comedic styles, but I think it flows well to, well together personally. Yeah. But it's also a mix of some a little more seasoned comics that we know of and then some newer blood that we, I don't, I wasn't as familiar with a couple of them. And so oh, I kind of feel like in that way, I mean, I know they've all, they've all been around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have some that have been in more public eye things, I think, than yeah. others. And it was like, I don't know, I discovered some new people I like. Yeah, I, I think that- fun. I just thought they were so good at the genre shifting and they yes. like, it's like, oh, you know, you, cause you have just, to know and love the genres in order to execute that way. Right. And I just feel like they let everyone shine sort of in their own way in each mm-hmm. of the episodes. And it was very cool to watch like each comedic style really like come to life in a different way, telling the same story, you know? Yeah. And I think I talked about this in my review or I talked about it when I was talking to two of you, but I was like, oh, this is one of those moments where I was like, yeah. Actually, going back to Anne Hathaway, we're going to circle back. It's one of those things where I was like, yes, this is a way – because the subtle shifts they all do in as the genre shifts, right? And we see a different scene from a different point of view and a different, like, style. I was like, oh, yeah, acting. <laughs> like, they had to act and they had to change their performance. Yeah. Acting is hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's the type of stuff I was, like, really impressed by. Yeah. No, it, was, it was really well done. Yeah. I really hope we get, like – Season two is just like an entirely different murder, and oh yeah, like, that'd be so play, fun. And like, and then they just play entirely different characters, right? So they're they're not the same characters at all, but it's the same people, oh, same cast, but same yeah. cast. Yeah. And there's a murder wherever they are, but they play entirely different characters, and we get that'd whole new so stories fun. and new like whatever. I would I would be very so happy. like a comedic American Horror Story. Like yes, I would be so into. It. I was gonna go with um, God, what is it? What's the one with Daniel Radcliffe? He's on a show that, like, I, I keep forgetting is on. It's actually pretty good. Like, it's just Steve Buscemi, too. 
Oh, I have I no idea what you're talking about. about. Right? <laughs> it's it's so under Miracle Workers. Oh, I don't I don't know that one. Yeah, it was I can't remember why, but I was just like, I guess I'll watch this. And like the first season of it takes place like they play angels and see Buscemi's god and it's like oh we have to you know it's one of those plots where it's like oh we have to prove to god that like we need to keep humanity alive like how do we figure that out and then they just completely reinvented it the next season and then this season's like Oregon Trail it's just completely completely different I feel like there's so always a little bit of like genre almost yeah like. <laughs> yeah it's like there's like always a little bit of a religious angle but like they don't play yeah yeah I was like how very dogma of them is <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> you know yeah Okay. It's a, it's it's not a bad show. I mean, I'll check it out. I do think that Daniel Radcliffe is actually very funny. I saw him in a I play agree. in um on Broadway and I thought he was hysterical. <laughs> I was like Equus? No. <laughs> no, it was uh, Yeah, I sincerely hope you didn't think Equus was hysterical. No. <laughs> uh it was a comedy obviously. It was Was it I don't know. How to succeed on Broadway? Yeah, how to succeed in business. Oh, how to succeed in business without really trying. Yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you? It was so good. I actually thought yeah. they did a good job. And then I saw Equus. <laughs> all oh, of Equus. That's yeah, so I saw funny. All of Equus as well. No, um, for the one, the, the accessible seating is literally in the second row. So we were oh just like in the second row. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was, but it's like, wow. I mean, that play, though, is so intense that by the time that like that scene happens, I feel like you're more worried about the story than the fact that like yeah. someone's about to get naked on stage. Yeah. Uh, he's also in Lost City, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I just rewatched him in Swiss Army Man two days ago. So he's great. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of funny because I feel like, I mean, stage stuff aside, he, he sticks to almost just kind of quirkier kind of, oh, and he likes the indie scene, I think, too. Like this kind of more I just quieter stuff I... after this franchise, which is kind of what Elijah Wood did after Lord of the Rings. Right. <laughs> like I was just thinking, I was just thinking that he reminds me of Elijah Wood in the way that like, I feel like. That they look you know, exactly they made like. the, they made their money, right? Like they made yeah. all the money they will ever need, and so they've just decided, I'm just going to take roles that interest me. I'm just going to do fun, quirky, weird shit because I want to. Yeah, you know, I I respect, yeah, I respect it. it. Yep, yeah. And I think I feel like it must be liberating, right? To yeah. just be like, I'm going to do whatever. And yeah, then you really are just doing it for the art of doing it because it's just what you want to do. I mean, if we could yeah, all like, be so lucky, <laughs> right? Well, like right. Elijah Wood, I will. Was it Wilfred? Is that what it's called? Yes, the TV I, show with the I dog. I love that show. <laughs> it goes on shows. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? But it was just, I love that kind of stuff when you can just, you know, be super creative and not have to fit in a box that some execs need you to like hit marks so that the general audiences must love it. It is funny though, because I feel like at this point, when I see Daniel Radcliffe in something, I, I'm going to say stage shows aside, I see Daniel Radcliffe. I don't see Harry Potter, but I do see pretty much Daniel Radcliffe. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Daniel Radcliffe. I do, you know, it's the same. Again, we're going, we're going full circle. It's yeah, a full yeah. theme. You know, it's similar to, you know, a sort of an Anne Hathaway or whatever, but, but he, t- the, the roles themselves are so all over the place that I haven't like grown tired of it yet. Yeah, he tries new things. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I definitely see. I don't see Harry Potter. I see Daniel Radcliffe, which is just an interesting point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that is it for this week. Thank you both. Thank you. 
Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt. And now a couple of super quick follow-up points. So we're actually not going to go into the story of the drama surrounding Rebecca Newman because we're actually hoping that the show will cover it and it'll be more fun to see them do it. And then the HBO documentary series that I was referencing is called Generation Hustle and it has a WeWork episode. It has an Anna Delvey episode. It has actually a lot of really great episodes. I highly recommend that series. And then finally, I mentioned it in the episode, but The Inventor Out for Blood in Silicon Valley is on HBO and that's the Elizabeth Holmes documentary. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.